What happens when a blind man, a woman of color, and a child of immigrants get together to discuss how diversity, inclusion, and equity affect your business? Hi everybody, welcome to the Choose Inclusion podcast. I'm UB, and I am the Latino white guy of the group. I'm Nina, I am the woman of color in the group. And I'm Mike, I'm uh, the blind guy. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Choose Inclusion podcast. Uh, we are doing our remote uh, recording session due to COVID. Um, I'm here with UB and Mike as usual. What's up? Hello, hello. So we have a special guest today and I'm really excited to have Jabril on. Jabril Suleiman, he's the founder and CEO of Inclusion and that's Inclusion with a Z. Um, I met Jabril in Atlanta when I was at a a tech conference that was focused on diversity and inclusion a couple of years ago. And I was blown away by the work that he's doing with his startup and, and also honestly blown away by his background on how he kind of journeyed into creating a social impact startup as well. Um, inclusion is a platform that connects companies with um, skilled black, Latinx and women professionals for freelance projects. Um, and so really making a huge impact in the diversity and inclusion space. And so I just want to say welcome, Jabril. How are you doing? Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. I'm fine. So yeah, I was wondering if you could start off by just kind of telling us a little bit about yourself, your journey. Um, I know that before you started inclusion, you were already a successful entrepreneur. So I was hoping you could tell us a little bit about your story. Yeah, well, uh, you know, it starts off uh, I don't know, early, what, 20, 20 years ago now. I literally started off as a small business owner in the wireless business, owned a few wireless stores, uh, built that up until we were generating a few million dollars a year in, in, uh, in sales. Uh, we experienced the problem, though, where it was, we were so, so busy that customers would call in over the phone to try to make their prepaid wireless payment that would jam up our phone lines and and they were waiting 15 minutes depending on how many people were calling in to make a payment and i said well man geez there has to be a better way for us to accept these payments because we want to accept them why can't we accept them the same way that uh t-mobile or verizon does through an automated phone system and that's what i did i built out a an ivr system combined with a website turned them into a little B2B SaaS business that uh, provided a platform for other wireless stores across the country to accept payments. Um, and that was my first venture into tech. Uh, I tell the story that, you know, uh, I posted the job on another freelance platform because I started out hiring freelancers and contractors, uh, of course, to save money. And um, I posted a job that the guy, he ended up, he had a lot of personal issues, so he ended up uh, abandoning the job after doing development for a few months. Um, and I reposted the job. Well, he built the site out in Java. And I reposted the job as JavaScript. And so the guy, he, uh, someone of the people that were bidding on the project, they looked at the code and they were like, you know, this is Java, it's not JavaScript. And I'm like, well, aren't they the same thing? They're cousins, right? Because <laughs> they both have Java in the name. So I didn't know anything about programming code technology. But here I am, I was building out 
you know, I had technical abilities, especially on the hardware side and figuring out how to unlock phones and jailbreak phones and things like that. But I didn't know anything about, you know, building a, a, a web application. So it was a great learning experience growing, building the company. It was able to build the company up to $10 million in, in sales by uh, 2015, made the Inc. 5000 list, um, ultimately exited the company. But during that time, I also worked with my hometown's African-American Chamber of Commerce. Like I said, I hired freelancers and contractors. I was looking for diverse talent, and you know, a lot of that diverse talent ended up overseas. In particular, I wanted to keep uh, focus on hiring diverse talent here in the U.S., and it was just hard to do on these existing platforms. Uh, but then once I became a freelancer and other companies started reaching out to me looking for freelance uh, talent, black freelance web development talent because of the press that I uh, earned from the Inc. 5000 list, you know, all of these experiences kind of came together. And eventually, even though I didn't work on inclusion right after that, I was working on another diversity-focused uh, kind of shopping platform. Uh, ultimately, those all of these experiences added up into Jabril Launch Inclusion. Let's, let's get a diversity-focused version of Upwork out there, and let's get it going and start connecting companies with, with talent. So here we are today. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, that's incredible. Love it. Yeah, the uh, I um, so I, I I love the uh, uh, just the uh, get 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 stuff done uh, mentality. Was your was your education in tech? Was your edu what was your educational background, Jabril? God and Google. <laughs> people ask me that I was. I remember people <laughs> used to walk into my wireless store. And they're like, you're 22 and you have this successful or this business, successful business, successful to them. And they, they would ask, are you some genius or something? I mean, I was rated <laughs> gifted when I was younger and all that good stuff. But, you know, and I went to school for uh, computer information systems and changed the business and went back, kept going in and out, in and out and out of school and so forth. But, you know, ultimately, that's what I attributed to God and Google. So. <laughs> You know, the ability to, the, the wherewithal to be able to go, figure out and problem solve, um, and then being able to turn to, you know, and use that knowledge that God gave me, gave me to, and that, it, that uh, just, you know, inquisitiveness and ingenuity to go out and research it and figure out how to, how to actually accomplish it. So. So, you, so you got a master's in hustle is what I'm hearing. You got a, you got a master's Definitely. in hustle. Yeah. I mean, definitely I a master's in figuring the ish out. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that's like the am amazing thing about tech, right? Is that so many folks um, in in the industry are self-taught. And I think it's largely because, you know, it's, I don't want to say it's a great equalizer. There's still a very much a very real digital divide happening in our, in our country, in our, in our world. But um access to be able to learn things and learn things at your own pace in your own way not having to pay you know two hundred fifty thousand dollars and accumulate debt through a traditional financial you know university institution um it's just it's opened up a lot more doors and opportunities for i think underrepresented groups in particular yeah and see, see that i grew up in pensacola florida um you know you were in the military you know, you may have been one of the few black attorneys that were in Pensacola. Uh, but, you know, 
other than that, there was no presence in tech. So I was a rock star in Pensacola is around tech. And and I used it to my ability. I flaunted it. I was able to make so many connections from that. But I was able to also, you know, generate a six-figure income for a time from my own efforts. And I think that, you know, uh, people have uh, talents. This was, I put this in my first pitch deck. You know, there's there's an even distribution of talent, but there's an uneven distribution of opportunities to exercise that talent at many times. So, you know, the people that, and that's what ultimately what I want to be able to do is provide the opportunity for people to exercise their talents through what we're doing through Google. So like, Jamil, how do you see everything that's happening right now is kind of just turning the world upside down, right? Um, how do you feel like this is impacting those concepts of creating opportunities for people from these underrepresented groups? So it's creating, uh, you know, over the past year or so, I've been talking about the fact that there's going to be this transition from full-time employees to uh, con contract contingent remote uh, freelance. And the data shows that there's a lot of freelance groups out there and organizations that talk about this mass shift that's happening from companies hiring to people wanting a more flexible work-life balance and so forth. And I think everything that's happening around COVID, it's, it's accelerating that. It's accelerating, it's highlighting that conversation around work, remote work, work from home. Um, and so it's also allowing us to shine uh, as, a, uh, as a company because people are saying, oh crap, like we need a way to be able to connect to these opportunities um, in a in a more fluid way, and that opportunity really isn't out there right now, and and that's part of the, what we want to be able to foster with the platform, with the ecosystem that we're building around it, is the is to facilitate that connection. Now, right now, there's a lot of people that are losing jobs, and so um, those connections are still happening. But once the economy turns back around again, all of those people that have lost jobs, they're going to need to be hired again. And so I, I, we see it as an opportunity, to, of course, to, to facilitate this this connection uh, once that happens as well. Can I can I ask you where? And I think I mean the answer is you know in everything you've just talked about. But where where how did you come up with the name inclusion with a Z? <laughs> Any so anytime you come up with an idea, for anyone who's listening, there's a few things that you have to check. You have to check does it sound, make sense, does it sound right? You have to check to make sure if it's trademarked. You have to check to make sure that there's a domain name out there. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Isn't that true? <laughs> yeah. So right? true. So I mean, I don't and so I go into this I don't know, deep state of meditation and start just randomly generating words in my in my head and and I and, and tying it how does this tie to my mission? How does it tie to my mission? So the the company behind inclusion um, is spin with. And that was actually a platform that we were working on before we pivot into inclusion. And spin with it personified what we wanted to do as far as a cultural shopping platform. Spin with veteran owned businesses, spin with black owned businesses. The women-owned businesses and so forth, uh, and so I wanted to do the same thing and book that same emotion, and and so you know it ultimately came out to inclusion, but 
okayinclusion.com was taken, of course, and, 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 and inclusion is one of those names that's just, it's almost, I guess it's technically one and it has syllables or something like that, one syllable. And, and, and so it's just through that process and figuring out, okay, it's not trademarked, okay, there's a domain, or there's a dot .co, but I have to buy the dot .com later. But oh, look, the dot .com is really not that expensive. So I can save up for the dot .com. So, so now we have the dot .co and dot .com. So it's just going through that process. And, and it all worked out with inclusion with the, with the Z. So some people say inclusion. No, it's not fancy. <laughs> not French mustard or anything or whatever. Well, <laughs> no, that could, be, that could be your new line of French perfume. Inclusion. Inclusion. So for, uh, for all freelancers. It's inclusion. So, <laughs> so, so um, I came up with it. <laughs> Jabril, I, uh, so I hear um, a lot of the language in and around, you know, ethnic diversity, obviously gender equity. Um, I'm not sure if, uh, if, if you were told, so I'm the token blind guy on this podcast. And so uh, I very much am into the people, professionals with disability type community. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I'm curious on, you know, what, uh, what your experience, what's your, uh, what's your background with, uh, with, with that demographic? Well, so a lot of my focus has been as a business owner, a big fish in a small pond in Pensacola. You know, I, first of all, I was the, the example. I was the example business person in Pensacola. Once I went into tech, well, that was as a small business owner, then going into, into tech with my own startup. And then I became the example. Uh, business slash stock founder, uh, check guru for Pensacola. And so I was always kind of thrust into, you know, leading by example in those ways through my, through my natural efforts. But then, um, I got a call from uh, a young lady that worked for us in our wireless stores, uh, as our accountant slash bookkeeper slash HR person, everybody. She, took over over the African-American Chamber of Commerce that was there in Pensacola. And she wanted me to come on as a board member to help rebuild the organization. Served in that role for two years as one of the board members. I mean, through that time, there was a great getting to understand how politics comes into play, Uh, but also just meeting meeting other organizations, women business groups, the Hispanic business groups, and understanding that, you know, everyone is, is working on their own initiative to, of course, raise the tide, right? And, and I think that that's important. And so that became my mission in, in trying to understand how to provide some form of economic empowerment uh, for the business owners that we were, businesses that we were serving, economic development. Um, and so, you know, that, that came, became a mission of mine, you know, in, in order to do that. And I think that as my career transitioned from one to the next, uh, I think that I just now I'm at a point where that passion is using the experiences that I've been able to gain and growing a business and being out there and as a mediator for and an evangelist for 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 black owned businesses, women owned businesses. I mean, just and understanding the the disparity around that, you know, it all just plays into that now, right? And so that's my background. <laughs> No, I love I love it. Uh, so when when you hear, I mean, because you, you know this, like just being uh, almost inadvertently uh, being a leader with the diversity and inclusion space, uh, being a being a uh, a black business owner, right? Like all of a sudden mm-hmm. now, 
you, you, you didn't sign up for that role. However, you know that your name was, is, you know, automatically thrown into that role, right? Because mm -hmm. we just, you, know, you just got to look at the list of, you know, ethnic uh, CEOs in the Fortune 1000 space. I mean, it is, <laughs> you know, to say it's scarce is an understatement. And then you go into gender. Uh, don't even try to look for somebody with a disability uh, in a C-suite in a Fortune 1000 space, right? So, um, so you know, with with that, I mean, uh, I, I do 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 you embrace that? Do you do you love the challenge? What what are, what are your thoughts in and around kind of you know being a leader in the DNI space uh, almost inadvertently? Um, I mean, I I enjoy it. I think that it's it's, it's we need leaders, um, and. You know, I I think that to a certain extent, I've been conditioned, um, you know, byproduct, uh, as a byproduct, as just for me, just trying to, of course, uh, generate a business and generate income, generate, re generate revenues and all and, and grow a company. And it's just, it's been a byproduct of that, being a leader. And so uh, it's something that I embrace. Uh, you know, and I want to be able to use that to continue to grow in the efforts and what we're doing, you know, even in social impact, you know, and what we're doing, what we're providing with inclusion. Thanks for listening to the Choose Inclusion podcast. Make sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And you can see closed captioning for this podcast on our YouTube channel. You can find us online on our website, chooseinclusion.com, and contact us on Twitter at chooseinclusion.com.